Welcome to the Abortion Recovery Network podcast. We are group leaders helping group leaders with abortion recovery ministry through informal and casual conversations. Your hosts are Linda Keener Thomas, founder and board chair of the National Memorial for the Unborn, and Mindy Lefeshore, founder of An Even Place Virtual Abortion Recovery Ministry. As I began An Even Place in January 2022, I wanted to talk with other abortion recovery ministry leaders to share the vision I had and learn whatever I could about abortion recovery ministry. As I talked to some amazing women who I now call friends, I was surprised to learn they were as eager as I was to hear from other leaders. An idea was birthed to start a podcast of leaders by leaders for leaders from all over to share experiences, ideas, challenges, joys, and learn from one another while doing your laundry, cooking your dinner, or driving in your car. Linda and I met the fall of 2022. I shared this idea with her and she jumped on board. Our desire is to allow you to enter our conversations with other abortion recovery leaders, learn the nuts and bolts of how they lead their groups, and connect with one another to build a strong network of leaders helping leaders reach the millions suffering with an abortion experience. Hello, everybody. Today, it's just me. I have been really thinking about why we are changing the name from Abortion Recovery Network to Forward with Purpose. And I have alluded uh, maybe briefly to it in the announcements that I have been given. But um, this morning, I was reading in Genesis 1, 1 through 3, and came to some discoveries that I wanted to share with you all. And I hope this resonates with you. Um, but I, really what I'm going to do is I wrote a bunch of things down in my journal and I'm just sort of kind of going to read it to you um, because I think this is really important for us to know, understand, and live out. So when we read chapters one and two, I know you're all familiar with these this account. Um, I want to just list out or read out the list of descriptive words that came to mind as I was reading through chap- chapters one and two this morning. Uh, and those words are light, uh, purpose of creation was to for food and to fill the earth, the purpose, and I'm thinking of food, not in animals, but in plants, the purpose of mankind was to tend and keep the garden and what was so beautiful about that, well, and have dominion over, you know, all the animals and such, but what's so beautiful about that is that word tend and is in its original language. And I'm just going to say this now, I'm not a theologian, I did not study Um, any of these original languages, but I have a Bible app that I can open up. It's called the Blue Letter Bible. It's the one I use anyway, and I can look at in dig into it a little bit and look at what the original meaning of that word was. And that word tend is to labor and to serve God. It means to worship. It means to worship in our labor. And it's just such a beautiful picture as you think about Adam tending the garden, you know, in perfect harmony with God, with man, with animals, with all of creation, just worshiping. That was um, his purpose. Uh, we also see the relationship of God and man, the relationship of man and wife that's established. We see joy, harmony, unity. We see authority from God and of God, actually, and how he gives a measure of authority to man. We see God creating and designing. We see 
responsibility uh, given to man. We see life, living things that God in, fills the heavens and the seas and the earth. There's nothing that doesn't have living things in it. We see direction given, time established, goodness, blessing, sustenance, and provision. We also see choice and knowledge and evil in those first two chapters. The evil here is external. It's um, contained um, outside of man. It's not inherently in him. It's not a part of who they are. But in chapter 3, it opens with cunning, doubt, disobedience. And then knowledge becomes of evil becomes internal. There's shame, fear, separation, dishonesty, deception, curses towards uh, by God given to the serpent and on the ground, enmity. We see the mention of bruises and wounds, sorrow, pain, contention, strife, thorns, toil, sweat, and death. And then Adam steps up and he names his wife Eve. Eve means mother of all living. It means life. Before this, she was called woman because she came out of man. She was there to help man. Now she has a, a, her purpose has been further defined to bear the seed or Messiah. This was spoken by God who will crush the head of the serpent. Adam called her by, he, called, he gave her a name that spoke of her new purpose, Eve. Interestingly, death, disobedience started with Eve, right? Started with her doubt, with her listening to the serpent, with her taking that first bite and then her giving it to Adam. And you know she carried that guilt and shame as much as we do today. And men, if you're listening, this applies to you. It just, we're just talking about Eve. But she knew perfection, didn't she? She lived without sin. She lived in perfect harmony. We do not. If we carry the weight and burden of our past decisions that cause death, how much more would she carry her burden, having lived in perfect harmony with her God and husband, and then move to a life of separation and fear and contention and strife? Adam gave her a new name according to God's prophecy. This is an act of grace, an act of love. God then covered their nakedness with a better sacrifice, a sacrifice of his doing. He took the life of a beast, one that he created, in order to cover man and woman that were created in his image. This is an act of mercy. And in a greater act of mercy, God drives Adam and Eve away from their home so that they won't eat of the tree of life and per- where they would permanently remain in a state of separation from God. Those in Christ in this life, we will eat of that tree when we leave this earth and this body to be with God for eternity in our new bodies. That tree of life will be available to us at that moment. God moved Adam and Eve forward away from the garden to fulfill their purpose. They were to multiply and fill the earth where one day in their future, the seed, the Messiah, will come to be the sacrifice for their sins, for all our sins, and to cover us in his righteousness. 
Abortion is a sin many of us committed. It was an event. It was an awful, dreadful event. But it does not define us. As leaders in this movement, we need to embrace our calling and our identity. We are a new creation in Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. That's 2 Corinthians 5.20. This is the bottom line of what we do as abortion recovery leaders, helping men and women to be reconciled to God. This is our purpose. Forward with purpose. The name of the podcast that will that will be the name of the podcast in January 2024 allows us to embrace our calling with joy and excitement. God took what was meant for evil to utterly destroy us and use it for his glory. This is why the name change. I personally no longer want to be identified with abortion, rather with my God and his purpose for me. Adam could have named his wife death or disobedience or sorrow. But he didn't. He caught the vision God spoke about, the prophecy of the Messiah, and he named his wife Eve according to her new purpose. So, for you and I, let's move forward into our purpose to bring men and women to be reconciled to God after an abortion experience. I hope this resonates with you. I hope you're blessed by this um, quick little devotional I guess and uh, I look forward to seeing you in January when we are moving forward with purpose together.